0: believers strengthened in their faith, and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord, good evening to you, and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's good to be with you as we continue in the theme of the issue of substitution, Jesus being our substitute in death but he's also our substitute in life and it all really shows the love of god journey because we see in first john 3:16 we know love by this that he laid down his life for us and then we see second corinthians 5:14 and 15 for the love of christ compels us because we judge thus if one died for all then all died and he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and rose again. More of the love of God. For the love of Christ controls us, having concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died, and he died for that. They who should live no longer live for themselves, but for him. We also see that by this love in 1 John 4, 9, by this love of God was manifest in us, that God sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him. So we see the love of God, but we also know that there's an enemy that we fight, because we're going to speak about John 10.10, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. So we've spent the last two days, and we'll review it quickly, of how we need to see Jesus' death as a substitute because it should be our death as well. For example, Isaiah fifty three five says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. Romans four twenty five. He was delivered up because of our transgressions. Romans five six. For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. So this is just scripture after scripture. Let me read from Romans 6, verses 3 to 6. This explains it all. Do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in newness of life, For we have been united together in the likeness of his death. Certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. Junie, what a powerful portion of Scripture.
2: And it's a powerful subject, Shelley, substitution, that what jesus did for us as being our substitution for sin on the cross he also sent his resurrected life into us when he was resurrected and when we're born again we have the ability to perceive that our old life is crucified with the Messiah, with Christ. And I had an example of a quick thought, Shelley, that when we go to school, we have a teacher. But if she's not there, a substitute teacher comes to teach us. Well, we have our life, Shelley, that belonged to the evil one, and Jesus delivered us yes, Lord. from the evil one. He brought us out of this evil age to bring us into his kingdom. So when we yield our will to the Holy One who lives within us, the spirit of truth, we then can have the substitute teacher who is our teacher, Yeshua, the Holy One of Israel, and we can understand not to live for ourselves anymore, but to live for him who died for us.
1: That's right on, Jenny. That's true. So um, we need to understand that we understand, actually, we do understand that Jesus died for us, but we must identify ourselves as dying with Him, because out of death is going to come life. And I want to read just a portion of a a book called Back to the Cross by Watchman Nee. He kind of summarizes everything we've been saying. Whatever God has done in this world is done in the Lord Jesus Christ. To punish sinners, He was punished. For For the latter stood in the place of sinners, to put to death the old man, God caused the Lord Jesus to die on the cross, taking all the sinners along with him to death, from substitutionary death to co-death, such is the plain statement of the Bible, One died for all, therefore all died. As Christ died, our old man died with him, too, for it died in his death. The ignorance of this fact explains the failure of many. Believers tend to use their own power to crucify the old man. And let me add this. It's no way, there's no way possible that we can crucify the old man. It's got to be through Jesus. So we're going to turn from this, what we will be talking about, substitution and death, because out of death comes life.
2: I think we also need to share, Shelley, that when God disciplines us, or God speaks to us of something in our life, he ignites and shows us we can't continue living like that anymore, or we can't continue thinking that way anymore. We shouldn't get depressed or be upset, but thank the Lord for showing us and ask him to teach you Ask him to teach me how to live in and through his life. And after all these years, Shelley, we've really learned that he does it, doesn't he?
1: Amen. And nobody else can take his place.
2: And sometimes it doesn't feel good, but the result of it is life.
1: Amen. Life abundantly. So even as our self-life filled us in the past before we were believers, we, mu- we must now let Jesus fill us. The turning point in anyone's complete salvation lies in our being delivered from self. Jesus is not only our Savior from sin, he is also our Savior and Deliverer from self because that's a key. So this is a prerequisite to a life in the Spirit, and a resurrected life, and that is dying to sin. There is no newness of life unless we can embrace a co-death mentality with Jesus. And that's what we want to talk about now, that is Jesus really our substitute in life? For example, in Acts 17, 28, we read this, For in him we live and move and have our being. That's not later on. That's right now. The newness of life should demonstrate to a lost and a dying world that we live and move and have our being in him. That comes after we can identify ourselves with Jesus in death.
2: So what happens today, Shelley, if, let's say you do something to hurt me, and rather than loving you and... Uh, forgiving you I get upset and angry with you it takes the Holy Spirit to speak to me and it takes the Holy Spirit to speak to you and that each one of us chooses God's life amen over the evil that we just experienced from our own soul or flesh. Really. So we want to encourage every listener. It's a day to day choice to yield your will for the life of the Messiah really. to be transforming your life, Shelley's life, and my life.
1: It's an attitude, and we must continue in that attitude daily. All right. John 14, 6, a very well known verse. I am the way and the truth and the life. There is no life outside of Yeshua. John 15, verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, he bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. Do we really believe that verse? Apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. That doesn't mean we have to be careful of what we do. The natural things have to be done. But anything of spiritual value must come through, by, and because of Jesus.
2: And Shelley, even when we do the natural things, what is our attitude in doing it? Do we resent doing it? Or are we thankful that whatever it is that's set before us we can do to the glory of God, which is such an encouragement to our soul because in our weakness, God is made strong.
1: Amen, amen. John 14, verses 19 and 20. After a little while, while the world will behold me no more, but you will behold me because I live you shall live also what a promise from God it's huge because I live you shall live also in that day you shall know that I am in my father and you in me and I in you that should change our mentality so quickly it's Christ in us the hope of glory all right first john let me speak this first john 5:11 and 12 And the witness is this, that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has the life. He who does not have the Son does not have the life. It's powerful, June. And we're going to continue on this theme of Jesus being our life. Father, we thank you. Thank
2: you, Lord. For what
1: you are and what you have accomplished and what you'll continue to accomplish. Thank you, Lord. As we see that you are our life. Outside of you, there's existence, but inside with you, and you and us, and we and you, there's a glorious life. And you didn't just promise life, you promised us life more abundantly.
2: And eternal, Lord.
1: Yes, Lord, we pray this for all of our listeners and us in Yeshua's name. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us this evening.